three Would you lock the door? Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? When I'm 64 Oi oi and welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast with myself Steve Nussbaum and as always my good friend South Stand chum, the bearded legend, Mr. Paul Levy. Hello, thank you very much. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 64. We've got two games to cover this week, as well as catching up with all the news from around the club in the past week. But before we crack on, just a reminder, we are on Twitter, uh, at Orient Outlook, and also we've got a Facebook page now. Just search Orient Outlook Podcast and like the page, keep up with what's going on. We will uh, always be posting stuff on there. Uh, and also, we've got a lot of tweets this week uh, to read out in the podcast, uh, lots of views and opinions and whatnot. Uh, obviously, they are fans' views and opinions. Some we agree with, some we don't, but um, it's just worth pointing out that these are predominantly fan views. Absolutely, and you know that's what makes the podcast and gets us the balanced views that we get. So, episode 63 uh, was last week, so thanks to all the reviews we had. We had loads, actually, so we're only going to mention two to, to keep it short and sweet. So thanks to everyone, and at Paul Crouchman, who said... Great podcast once again, guys. The podcast sounds so much better after a win. Uh, playoff places, we have arrived. So thanks, Paul. Thanks for your, your review there. Absolutely. And Chris A.V. Wood said, Great to hear this on a Sunday morning in Canada. Good listen just before a big week. Uh, notice where all the four relegated teams yeah. are. So obviously we're doing Good the best spot. out of all the relegated teams last season. Thanks yeah. to Chris for listening. It's amazing that we can record this in your living room on a Sunday morning. And an hour later, anyone can listen anywhere in the world as Chris did last Sunday in Canada. So thanks yeah, for listening, Chris. So thanks to all the exiles abroad who tune in. You know, we get some great feedback um, from many supporters around the world who, uh, who are listening. So if you are listening from wherever you are, please say hello, give us a tweet, give us an email, give us a Facebook message now. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. That's it. So supporters club updates for you. Um, all the coaches to Oxford are now full. Um, Oxford next week is full. No more bookings are being taken there. Yeah, that's like a good following down there. I think we'll I think take well so. over a thousand, I reckon, down yeah, there. Yeah, I think so too. And then Friday, 25th of March, my birthday. I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but <laughs> good I'm Friday, sure my did. birthday. Coaches to Accrington Stanley leave outside the Supports Club at 8 a.m. Uh, for a three o'clock kickoff, £30 adults, £27 concessions, and as always, a £3 surcharge to non members. You can book by going into the Supports Club before home game or by ringing the travel line on 07722. One three five nine seven zero. That's it. And a happy birthday, very quickly, to Stuart Hebron, who is forty-two years old today. Yep. Um, or well, that's the twenty-first anniversary of your twenty-first birthday. Um, <laughs> he was treated to a pre-match meal in the Olympic suite on Saturday, so we hope you had a great day uh, and many happy returns. Yeah, happy birthday, <laughs> Stu. So moving on to the week that was, um, so Sunday the twenty-eighth, um, Feb. Nandalay made the Football League Paper League team two of the day based yeah. on his performance versus Crawley last week in his two goals so well done Ahmed absolutely and Monday the 29th of February Nolan was speaking to George Sessions about the Crawley match he said it was a good performance but there were things I would be making sure the lads know they could have done better I was delighted with the display the clean sheet and of course the win yeah so great quote there from Kevin I like yeah. the fact that even though we dominated the match still things that Kevin wasn't happy with yeah shows you, you exactly know, it's not gonna... can always improve absolutely so also Armin Nandalay keeps getting the plaudits for his superb goal and he won loads of awards so he won the official Sky Bet League 2 goal of the weekend 
as well as the Shoot Sky Bet League Two Goal of the Weekend and the Shoot Sky Bet League Two Player of the Weekend. So again, well done, Army. Fantastic two goals last week. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, later in the day, Freddie Moncur, it was announced that he's joined Ryman Premier League outfit Wingate and Finchley on a work experience loan. And no sooner had he joined than 10 minutes into his debut, he got a goal. Yeah, well done, Freddie. <laughs> absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Sadly, though, Wingate and Finchley lost that. It was a cup game and they lost in a penalty shootout. So uh, unlucky um, there, but uh, what a great impact. 10 minutes into your debut. Yeah, very good, very good. Dream start. And also, uh, it goes to show that Nolan did say it to meet the manager um, that the younger players do need to go on loan to get experience of competitive men's football. And at the time, we noted we expect more uh, youngsters to go on loan before the window closes. And yeah. obviously, that will come on to that later in the, the week. Cash gets. Yeah, they, we expected that. So, Tuesday, the 1st of March, Victor Adebayejo had an operation on his ankle. We wish you very well uh, and a speedy recovery, Victor. Yep, and then obviously in the evening we had Carlisle away, so a massive trip to do on the Tuesday. You know, really <coughs> poor scheduling, I would say, by the Football League. Always, away to Carlisle. always happens. Ludicrous. Always happens. Carlisle always get done in the in the calendar. They never get a Hartlepool or a York or a local yeah, side away. Silly. So the team was announced. So the team was Chizak in goal, uh, back four of Hunt, Baldry, Brisley, Benham, Williams, midfield of Clehesi, Payne, Atangana. Nolan and Gerardo Martin with Simpson up top and subs Granger, Shaw, Essam, Palmer, Moore, Turgut and Pritchard. Yeah, two changes as Jack Payne and Callum, Gerardo Martin come in for Sammy Moore who dropped to the bench and the injured Armand Nandole. Looked like we were playing a 4-4-1-1 that worked quite well at Portsmouth which uh, is Nolan behind Simpson. Yeah, so he seems to favour that formation away from home, doesn't he? Yes. Well, he does seem that's what yes. he likes to play when he's away. So the match kicked off on a freezing cold night in Carlisle, so yeah. well done to the fans who went there. We'll mention that a bit later. And in the 17th minute, uh, Carlisle took the lead from a very debatable free kick. Yeah, it was. But once the guy got the free kick, he, Gillespie stepped up. Really good finish. Struck Great it finish. really well, which is like no chance. Uh, and according to one player, the Carlisle fans didn't even think it was a free kick. Yeah, there was. so you had Dave Victor didn't do it, another guy did it. And obviously where the press box is, you've got fans in front yeah. of you. And the guy commented that even some of the Carlisle fans were saying... What was that really a free kick? I didn't think so, but you know what I mean. But yeah. either way, the guy that made the difference thought yeah. it was. A couple of minutes later, though, Alex Chisette made a good save from their man White, who found himself bearing down on goal uh, in a one-on-one -on -one situation as well. Um, if you put that away, that would have been game over. I'd say really. two 0 down. So only it. seventeen minutes in, yeah. but you know, going two 0 down in inside twenty minutes is not a is not a good thing. But Alex Chisak came out well, made himself big and and, and dealt with that. Brilliant. Yeah, the 23rd minute, another chance for Carlisle. So we were really kind of on the back foot uh, mm. as a header was put wide of the post. And they dominated and we didn't really threaten, did we? We couldn't get the ball to Simpson. The 4-1-1 four, four, one, one formation didn't seem to be working. Simpson couldn't really, wasn't getting any service, wasn't holding up the ball. No. Um, and on the, right on the stroke of half-time, we were let off as another Carlisle header goes just wide of the post and... Again, it should have been 2 0. We should have been going in like 2 3 3 0 down. Yeah. So lucky to only get in um, half time at 1 0. At 1 0 down, yeah. Um, yeah, the attendance was recorded as 3,721 with an outstanding 179 Leighton Orient fans that yeah. made that journey up. And I, I tell you what, I, I couldn't do it. So kudos to kudos to everybody who did go and who did do it. I heard it was pretty good though. Um, as as a night out, it's it's all right up there apparently, even on a Tuesday night. Yeah. So other than a Brisley effort from a corner, uh, we didn't really muster any form of attack. Um, and half time stats show that Carlo had six attempts on goal, two of them easily won. So really, yeah. 
you know, not much, not much to to talk about really in that first half. Yeah, one standout tweet that came in, uh, as far as what I could see, was Sam at Sam Cast Nine was replying to football CJW said won three away games in a row, kept three clean sheets for the first time in seven years. No need to panic over one bad half. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of anxiousness on Twitter after yeah. that. People keeping abreast of what was going on, and 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 I think Sam. Uh, hit the nail on the head there. If you have one bad half, it doesn't matter. Get them in, refocus them at half time, and then have a better second half. Yeah, Nolan obviously reads Twitter at half time as yep. he made um, two subs. So he bought on Sammy Moore and Oli yep. Palmer and took off Jack Payne and Sean Clahessy. So that, for me personally, I really like that. I like the fact he changed it over at half time, didn't yeah. give those players another 15 minutes to show what they could do early in the second half. So changed it up, changed to a 4 4 2, put Oli Palmer up front alongside Jay Simpson. Um, and we started the second half with a lot more of intent. Atangana blasted a shot over, almost from kickoff from 25 yards. Yeah. And then in the 50th minute... I mean, yeah, Jay Simpson uh, scores from open play. First time in quite a long time. Yeah. Fine individual effort, to be fair. He buried it in the bottom corner, having collected the ball from just inside the D on the edge of the 18-yard box. Yeah. Really, really good feat to, to make a, a yard of space. And I think he actually shoots it through the Carlisle defender's legs. And it goes in the bottom corner, and that's his twenty third goal. Very, very well done to Ollie Palmer, who got a who got an assist for that as well. So, you know, as, as an outstanding piece of skill from from Jay Simpson, yeah, brilliant, good goal, and it just adds fuel to the fire that Simpson needs someone up there with him to support him. Correct. And Palmer obviously is starting to know Simpson's game Definitely. well. Great ball, and like, like you said, twinkle toes from Simpson seems to be getting very skillful and moving his feet a lot quicker than what he was under Hendon. Yeah, I think in a good goal. <clears throat> And from that goal, Joe Simpson becomes the first Orient player to score 23 league goals in a season now since Tommy Johnson scored 25 in 1959 stroke 60. So Simpson keeps breaking records and hopefully he can move on to that 25. Great run for the Statos. Statos. Statos out there. So we'd equalise in 66th minute. Jabbo missed a chance from the corner. But we all know Jabbo isn't going to score against us. So he heads it over, <laughs> heads it wide. Well played, Jabs. Well done, Jabs. Uh, a couple of minutes later in the 68, Nolan skied a decent chance following a clearance from a CJM cross. He should have really done better there. He just doesn't want to get Should have really done better. He wants to get the 100 at Brisbane Road, obviously. He knows we've got a tweet waiting for him. That's what has <laughs> to do it. That's what it is. Yeah, in the 70th minute, Nolan plays in Palmer, but he gets his success before he can fire the trigger. So, obviously, decent pressure from Orient. At that point, we were on top. Yeah. It was quite an open game, lots going on. And in the 71st minute, again, Jabbo had a dangerous shot. <coughs> it was blocked well by Baudry. Yeah, he did well there. And then, just a minute later, Oli Palmer capitalised on a defensive mistake. He had acres of space, raced away down the channel, kept his composure well, and tucked the ball under the keeper's legs. Actually, just to reflect on that, that was written at the time but actually what he did was he nicked it round the defender yeah. and then smashed it through the goalkeeper's leg so apologies uh, for that um, absolutely fantastic good finish great feet great presence of mind to nick it round the uh, defender and then score through the keeper's legs fair play and, and for me well done Oli Palmer well done Oli Palmer that, that, a clap. he that, gets a clap from Paul that for me yeah that's outstanding that and he goes and celebrates in front of the 179 away fans because at that point you're thinking 72 minutes we're 2-1 up see the game out now great goal potential yeah and something to note as well that, that goal came from another counter attack so Baldry gets the ball right down the other end of the field and in a matter of seconds we, we score a goal something that has worked on good counter attack we've yeah. seen that a couple of times now um, so like you said try and hold out for the win and it looked like it was going to go pretty smoothly actually until the 85th minute where we conceded the equalising goal ball in from the left and totally unmarked range with a free header 
makes it to all. We have no one there in the centre. Literally, their man running in. Free header. Free header. No chance. Chizak tried to make himself as big as he could, but got heads it in. It's poor. And disappointing to lose the uh, losing advantage we had. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, a minute into additional time, uh, Geraldo Martin with a shot, not held by Gillespie, but there's no one there to prod it home for Orion, and the rest of injury time is played out, and we take a point in, from a freezing cold, snowy, blistery, <laughs> windy, crappy Carlisle. Yeah, so not a bad point. Nolan to had to fair. say after the match. The most important thing for me was that we did have the reaction. Since I've been here, when we have got one nil down, we haven't been able to recover and get something out of the game. The most important thing for me is that we have done that today, and I'm delighted with the response. You've got to respect the point, especially when you come to a place like this on a cold, blustery night with wind and rain going here, there, and everywhere. It's a good, yeah. a good quote there from Kev. I agree with that. Yeah, and he's, he's summed it up quite well. But uh, as far as the league table is concerned, that point kept us in the playoff places in seventh. But as we all know, the, the league table at our end is, is ridiculously tight with one result. Can change everything. Um, we'll have a look at the deeper uh, look at the results, uh, the league table, sorry, after we've covered Luton. But yeah. it is a shame because I, no- I made a note of some of the other results for that night and some of them around us drawing or losing. It, it would have been a perfect time to capitalise. Yeah, we seem to get a good result and then can't capitalise on the match after. So like you said, you know, other teams <clears throat> drew that night or lot. So it would have been a great win had we done it. Yes. Yeah. An extra two points. So it, it seems to be, though, that if we have a good result, those around us have a good result. If we have a poor yeah. result, those around us have a poor result. So Yeah, so no one can quite capitalise in those, in those positions, can they? Like yeah, five that's it. That's it. It goes for everyone. So my views on that. Would have taken a draw before the kickoff. you know, Tuesday night away in Carlisle. They're having a pretty decent season by their standards. Yeah. One lapse in concentration led to the equaliser and top teams... You know, people that are chasing promotion don't make those sorts of mistakes. They don't ever switch off. Glad that Nolan Hess and the team aren't afraid to make change at half time when the performance wasn't right. And Oli Palmer's goal was out. You know, outstanding piece of skill. We're still in the playoffs. No need to panic. But you know, I think we need to aim for fourth spot now. Yeah, and get that top spot because that way we get we get the home match of the playoffs Lost. second. Yeah. yeah. So for me, uh, yeah, good point under uh, circumstances after a poor first half, which sounded like it wasn't very good. Like the fact no one had changed at half time. So like we said, other managers, you know, w- maybe want to change it so early. But great to see that he has. Uh, <clears throat> good to see Jay scoring again. Like we said, twinkle toes, good, good feet, good skill, yeah. good work uh, with Palmer as well. And great to see Palmer get on the score sheet. Good finish, mm. good finish from Ollie there. Uh, but disappointed we couldn't see the game out. But happy to see that Nolan's unbeaten away record remains intact. So it's still difficult to beat away. Yeah. Um, and at half-time, I think we all would have taken the point, even though we are all disappointed not to get all three. So, yeah. so not not bad. So those were our views. Your views, at David Sears 3 said, I'd have taken a point beforehand, so it could be a valuable draw in the end. We shall see. At David underscore Mattock said, not a disaster, but two points dropped at this stage could make all the difference. We really need to start pushing on now. Yeah, at Football CJW said, great changes at half-time to turn it around. But we really should have held on. Still a decent point away. Agree. Agree with that. At Simon08 Edward, you can only wonder if we went 4-4-2 in the first half with man of the match from Saturday, Moore and Palmer, what might have been. Yeah, good point. It's be interesting to see what um, <clears throat> Nolan does for the next away game if yes. he goes 4-4-1-1 or 4-4-2. Yeah. At the Authentic Gaz, said that might just be a vital point when everything is tallied up at the end of the season. Great to have Simo back on the score sheet. That can only be a positive. And I'm pleased for Oli too. And another 90 minutes for Nolan. Yeah. At John Macker, 1977, we need to improve consistency. Shame we couldn't hold on with Plymouth, Stanley and Wickham slipping up. A point's a point though. Yeah. 
And you've made a great point there, John. Like we've said, you know, have a team slipping up, we can take the advantage. Yeah. Uh, Richie J. Bourne said, good away point. Didn't work well in the first half. Credit for making the changes at half-time. The second half was so much better. At Jeb1983 simply says, Oli Palmer, what a player. Yeah, it's interesting. I think he's a great find. It's interesting to see the, the change in opinions of Oli Palmer. Kind of the public opinion of him has changed in the last couple of weeks. Massively. Yeah, it's interesting. Massive shift. At Steve Cab 121 says, happy with a point. Great to see Jay scoring again. Simon Bedford said, points seem fair overall. Need a win on Saturday to keep us in it. Yep, at Neil Bro 213-66504. So the point there was a good result. Simpson back to scoring goals. Bowes well for Saturday, which is a really must-win game. At Pandemonium 1881, draw before the game good, but gutted not to win. Could have been worse though. Win Saturday and it's a great point. So lots of people saying, you know, draw your away games, great point. Win your home games, you're all set. You know, which is what, what you've got to do in football. Yeah. At Gould Howard, suggesting the goals and two more for the goal of the season. Loved Ollie's touch and awareness. Decent point. Uh, win homers and JD. Job done. Oh, job done. I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. I thought done. you meant and Jack Daniels, but I was like, fine. No, win your home games and it's job done. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at Kevin Cowland said, Carlisle have a good home record. That's a decent point. Kevin Nolan has brought positivity back to the club. Long may it continue. If we keep doing what we have since Nolan arrived, the playoffs should be more than achievable. On to Luton, three points needed. Yep, so thank you for all the tweets. We had loads, we couldn't mention them all. Yeah, um, but thank all you day. for all the tweets we had. Keep, keep coming after the matches, they're superb. So, prediction league update. So, congrats to at Wadsey and at Stephen Orient, who both predicted two all. Wow. And get a bonus point for predicting Jay Simpson to score. That's incredible. I'd never have gone for two all. No, never would I. Never would have gone for well, two all. Well, out of all the tweets we got, I'd say around 40 to 50, only two people went for it. Um, and obviously, you both get the bonus point for Jay, so you both got four points. Well done, chaps. And we'll go through the prediction league table after the Luton views. Cool. So, moving on to Wednesday, the 2nd of March. Uh, following the draw at Carlisle, Kevin Nolan was speaking to George Sessions about how happy he was with how his strikers were doing. He said, Oli has done exactly what we wanted again off the bench. We have two lads now who are champ- champing at each other's ears. Um, I'm not sure that's the right word to use, but uh, that's great. It's competition. Uh, it shows if one of them isn't on it, the other will be ready to step into his shoes. Armand has got to make sure he is on it every game now. Yeah, good point. So Armand, you know, scores two goals, gets a little injury, you know, doesn't make squad for the next match. And Palmer in his place comes on, changes the game, puts great pressure on him. So yeah. it's really good to see both Palmer and Landale playing really well. And someone who's, you know, hasn't been available for a while, but is almost back there, hopefully, is Paul McCallum. And yeah. obviously on Paul McCallum, Kevin Nolan said... He's working really hard and I'm hoping we can have him back again in the next month to six weeks. Now, I think that is massive because before he got injured, McCallum and Simpson were getting a very good partnership. McCallum had a great pre-season, scored some fantastic goals yeah, and he did get some good goals early in the season. Don't forget, he was out. He, he was on, I don't know what amount of league goals he was on, but he, he had scored a couple and he's, he's been out since October. Yeah, but he didn't play that many. He got injured no. in the Northampton away game, which seems like an eternity ago. Between now and the end of the season, there aren't enough games for him to play reserve or otherwise to get his match sharpness back. I'd be surprised. I so think I he think might be surprised. Next season. No, I think he's next season. It could be vital if we make the playoffs. As with Dino. As with Dino. We shall we'll see. Thursday, the 3rd of March, though, Jay Simpson was up for a Football League Player of the Year at the London Football Awards uh, ceremony that was held in London. Obviously, uh, he was beaten by <laughs> Moussa. You'd hope so. He was beaten by Moussa Dembele of Fulham, who you very cleverly spotted wasn't even on the nominees list. Ross McCormack was. Yeah. So whether that was a mistake that Ben Dembele was meant to be on it and McCormack wasn't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. 
But the ceremony was put on by a charity or it was sponsored by or in aid of a charity called the Willow Foundation who provide respite, you know, days out and breaks away for those in the 16 to 40 year old bracket um, who are suffering from life threatening life-changing illnesses so um great great for, uh, <coughs> charity that to yeah. be honest with you i don't think we've ever i've never heard of no them. um but but great whatever they do um to yeah. help people in that in that position so fantastic evening there's some quite high profile guests i'm sure they raised a lot of money but they went with the wrong london league football player of the year should have gone with jay so yeah. hopefully next Guy's year scored tw- what's he got to do score 22 goals <laughs> yeah what you so, got to do to win an award maybe next year jay so friday 4th of march so uh, youngsters Aaron Pollock uh, joins Freddie Moncourt on a work experience loan at Wingate and Finchley. So good luck, Aaron. Also moving um, from the O's on loan, Scott Cashkett, who <coughs> goes on loan to National League side Welling. So we wish them both well. Yeah. Scott Cashkett played a full game yesterday, or played 85 minutes, I think, uh, for Welling. Supposed to have done well. very well, yeah. Didn't score, but I think they finished 0-0. But I think Welling were very happy with that. So well done, Scott. And hopefully he can get some good experience and some good, good game time at Welling. Leicester seasons, so hopefully he can help change that. And obviously the Gagliardi connection... Um, as well there him helping out his old his old yeah. team so joins Harry Lee as well <clears throat> joins Harry Lee yeah absolutely so Saturday the 5th of March this is uh, yesterday's match against Luton Town we kind of welcome back Scott Cuthbert and Kevin Nugent and Kevin Dearden obviously you know we wanted to win that match more than them I love Scotty I um, always loved Scotty C so it was bittersweet seeing him back yesterday yeah yeah so we're going to move on from, from that um, it's not <laughs> Valentine's Day anymore we should have played the Scotty C Jingle, jingle, nah. Which is a no. An ode, an ode to a guy who had a great game <laughs> against us. No. So the team lined up as Chisak in goal, Hunt, Baldry, Brisley, uh, and Binon Williams as your back four. No change there. Kohesi, Atangana, Nolan, Moore across the midfield, and Palmer and Simpson uh, started up top. Uh, the subs were Granger, Essam, McEnough, Pritchard. Geraldo Martin and Nandole. Yeah, so two changes from the Carlisle lineup as uh, Sammy Moore and Ollie Palmer came in for Jack Payne and hashtag CJM. Yeah. So put to be expected, I thought, on the back of the Carlisle second half. Uh, but great to see Joby McEnough and Armand Nandole <coughs> returning to the bench following their injuries. So really yeah. good to see. So for me, no real surprises in that lineup. You know, Nolan seems to prefer Clahessic to start the match on the white of midfield. Yeah. As opposed to hashtag. He's a bit of an engine, Clahessi, when he's been at right back and, and his crossing Good at engine. right back wasn't bad. And I guess he sees Harada Martin as more of an impact player. Like, like we said last week, to bring on a man the seventy minute mark when the defences are tiring. So We'll see. We'll see how that turns out. Yeah. So for me, no real surprises in that lineup. You? No, I, a, a little bit, but more importantly for me, I was glad to see Joby and Armand uh, back yeah. on the bench. So strong bench, really strong bench, game changing bench for me. Good to see. Good yeah, to see. really attack minded as well, and and we've got people on there that can do a job. You know, Nandale, Geraldo, Martin, um, McEnough as your attacking options, and if you need someone to sit back and mop up, you've got Payne and and, and Pritch as well. So. Uh, Really, really good. Really pleased, but yeah. So thanks for all the sweets. Few <coughs> sweets that they gave us on the yeah. lineup. So at Orient fan underscore e ten. So that's a strong midfield. Could be outpaced though. Klahesi gets to pretend he's a winger with five star skill again. <laughs> I like that. So the match kicked off. A bit scrappy. Luton yeah. very dirty. Very early on. Obviously trying to get the ball behind our centre backs with their pace. They had a game plan. Loved using the elbow, this part of the arm that I'm indicating that no yeah. one else can see. This is from the fingertip straight down the forearm down to the elbow. That was their favoured tool of the day. Yeah, I mean, the ref didn't help himself. <coughs> it was getting Not out quite early on. Not much goal-off <laughs> action uh, in the opening minutes, but as, like we said, the ref 
Really he was poor, poor. Really, really poor. poor early on. You could see Luton trying to get the long balls in behind Baldry and Brisley and yeah. use the attacking pace of Mikael Smith and the other guy, Harriet, to get him behind the defence. That was obviously their game plan. Yeah, um, just over the top. Directly, uh, you know, Sam Allardyce school of football. Yeah, and for us, you, you know, know they, they all their defenders were pretty big, pretty strong. So obviously they you know, trying to mark Simpson and Palmer. Out the, out, game, out yeah. the game, But on the 27th minute, the tactic that we were just talking about seemed to work. Their keeper kicked it out. Long ball. Uh, long ball straight down. Brisley doesn't deal with it, unfortunately. And nipping in off his, uh, off his right shoulder was Jack Marriott, who, to be fair to him, and I did clap this because it was a very, very, very well-taken goal. He lobbed Alex Chisak from about 10 or 12 yards out from an angle. It was a. He took that very, very well. Really good finish. Um, Tight angle. Chizak was positioned, even though it, it Chizak was not a fault. Chizak not a fault. Chizak was well positioned, and he put it. He put it in the only place he could put it. Yeah, know. if he wasn't going wide, where Chizak yeah. could have dived, could have dived. You know, uh, but but you great know, great finish. Great. Well done to him. But but Brisley needs to be doing better and not let that happen. Yeah, I'd say you know, since Brisley's been here, he's done very well. It's probably yeah. the first thing he's been at fault for, um, and, and got caught out there. So we went one 0 down. Thirty um, first minute, a cross came in from uh, Sammy Moore, um, and their goalkeeper John Mitchell unfortunately punched the ball, but also punched punched Brisley, and no fault for me for Mitchell there. He no. just punched the ball. You know the only thing that you could probably maybe say Mitchell was unrespectful for when Brisley, Brisley goes down, Mitchell just walks off, doesn't kind of see if he's alright. Yeah, with the player he, down. He does do That's that. the only thing you could kind of have a go at him for. Um, and Brisley was on the floor for quite a long time. I think it was about seven minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, but he 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 just went flat. He was out before yeah, he yeah. hit the floor. I think that was the most concerning thing was that he'd been knocked out before he'd even hit the floor. So yeah. he just went down. Yeah. There was no sort of stopping you. You know, you, you flinch when you're yeah, yeah. falling over or put your arms up. None of that. Just he, he just went straight down. And there was obviously a lot of concern. So there was a what seemed like a good ten minutes. Yeah, it was a long time. So Brisley was taken off on a stretcher. Um, and then, I mean, surprisingly for me... You'd probably think Essen would be the one to replace him. Yes. A centre back for centre back. Yeah. But then Mackenough comes on in his place. So a bit of a shuffle in the defence. And Nicky Hunt moved from right back to centre back. Klahesi gets brought back to right back. Yeah. Mackenough then goes uh, in the left, left mid. And Sammy Moore then goes on the right mid. Um, whereas well, you would think that Essen would have just come in. So it obviously shows you that Essen, known him probably. He's gone with Nicky Hunt, to be fair. Klahesi's yeah. already on the pitch. Nicky Hunt is his mate who he trusts, who's an experienced player, who I'm yet to be convinced about, to be honest with you, but that's another conversation for another podcast. Um, <laughs> so 38th minute, um, but, McEnough but, looked really lightly, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he did. He came, came on, on and had an immediate impact, really. Forced the keeper into a save literally a minute after he came on. Yeah, in the 44th be minute, our best chance of the first half was more. Again, more, more was doing all right, actually. He was. On the wings, considering he's not a winger. He, does, he always gives 100% effort. So, yeah. well, that's what you're guaranteed with him. Absolutely. He crossed the ball in well, um, got it onto Palmer's head, and Palmer heads it over at the far post. Our yeah. best chance of the first half, I'd say. Not as easy a chance as what people on Twitter would necessarily lead you to believe. They think that he should have buried that. Yeah. He had two defenders jumping with him. He beats both of them. One of them, probably man of the match, Scott Cuthbert, beats, uh, putting him off. And it only goes over the bar slightly. It's not a massive wild yeah. rose-ed header. Scotty C was having one of those games where the next player returns to their, their old club and plays very well, uses that as a motivational tool. Out of his skin, yeah. And he done very well um, there. But yeah, unfortunately, he couldn't put that away. So because of Brisbane's injury, there's seven minutes of injury time played. Um, and Ben and Williams, uh, 
who I who I'm really liking at the moment. I think he's really good. He was my man of the match, my Orient man of the match. He's, he's got a few stepovers in he him. Has. Boy, he? He's very quick, <laughs> very good feet. Great skill, a few stepovers. Got a bit of space to shoot. Um, shot, lucky to save, but he's quite. A, he's a bit of an attacking threat, actually. I like it. Uh, I reckon he could get us a few goals going forward. Not seen something like that since Matt Lockwood. Yeah, good point. Really good point. And in the halftime whistle went, and obviously we sit in the south stand. So just before. The halftime whistle went. Yeah. Someone, a fan shouted. We don't sit near this fan, so it's we didn't west, quite hear the west, the west side, yeah, of the south stand. So we didn't hear what this fan said. But no. he said something. Can, it definitely caught Sean's attention before the halftime whistle went. Then the halftime whistle went. The players went off, and Clehesi came, comes running over, pointing, effing and jeffing at the guy. But yeah, the guy so was effing and jeffing at him back. So they're having a bit of a discussion. But for me, Clehesi should just go and go off with the other players at half time. You know, regardless of what the guy said. To be fair, I don't know what he said. We don't. But Clehesi. Another, you know, average first half at best, you would say, Clessy. Lots of crosses again, not beating the first man, which I presume is what the guy shouted. Again, without knowing the full story, it's hard to really say. But for me, Clessy, just get off the pitch, mate. Don't worry about having Argy Bidu with fans. You don't need to. What's the point? You yeah, play for it's all. not going to help your game yeah. um, at all. So that was something disappointing. Um, so it goes in 1-0 at half-time to Luton. Frustrating first half, really. Luton clearly had a game plan. It's worked. They had the long ball over the top and then all they've done really is sit back and, and, and just soak up our pressure. The ref was laughable at times. Yeah, I he mean... He was more focused, I think, as someone tweeted out. He was more point focused on where you took the throwing from. And to be fair, though, Luton were taking it like yards and yards oh, past. Yeah. So that shouldn't be a criticism that the ref was being a little bit pedantic about that because they were taking the mickey. There was one foul, though, in the first half. It was a two-footed lunge. And Where one, he slid in and took out Baldry. I can't remember who it was. It might have been Baldry. I, I was thinking this could even be a ref. And the guy didn't even get booked. Yeah, didn't even get a talking <laughs> to. So, yeah, poor ref. And, you know, he, he wasn't doing himself any favours. Half-time stats showed, though, <laughs> that we had 67% possession. I mean, that's a lot of possession for not really many chances being created. For nothing. So, it's all well and good. Like, you see it all the time. Statistically, you have all the possession and then end up losing the game. Yeah. I'd rather have 30... I'd rather be the one that had the 33 possession and come away with three points. I've got no problem with that. Of course. So no changes at half-time for Orient. Yeah. And second half really started uh, as the first half ended, really. Lots of possession, but not really creating yeah. much of anything, really, until... Yeah, I agree with you. So attendance quickly was announced at 5,684, oh, 5, yeah. which wasn't bad considering it was freezing cold again. Luton uh, <coughs> bring 1,402. I wonder who those two were, because I only had 1,400 tickets. <laughs> I just waited that. <laughs> no, I, didn't I wonder who those two were. I don't know. I thought that was a fifteen hundred seater <laughs> thing, but so sixtieth minute, like you said, good good build up play. Um, to be fair, the build up play was generally good. I yeah. thought yesterday it was just the finishing touches and you know a bit of a scramble. No, the Mackinac for Simpson um, couldn't get their shots away, and Joby's ball eventually gets cleared. Sixty first minute, so again a good early sub with so half an hour left to play. Now delay. Uh, came on for Oli Palmer. For yeah. Oli Palmer, done quite well. He did. Again, he was up against a physical Scott Cuthbert. Yeah, who marshalled him very he well. marshalled him very well. And Nandale, obviously, full of confidence after his two goals last week. Yeah, and for me, I think Nandale looked a little bit more like we were going to get something out of the game when he came on. Yeah. He looks a lot more direct than Oli Palmer. Oli Palmer being your hold-up man, yeah. whereas Nandale is like, he can hold it up, but he just wants to shoot. Yeah. Um, so 65th minute penalty appeals waved away after McEnough was brought down in the area yeah. for me his leg got caught got was caught and for me that was a penalty yeah. um, on another day we were, we were, I've seen him not given yeah. I've seen him given Yeah. Strange when you've got it. a poor weak referee you know absolutely 66th minute um, should have really been 2-0 to Luton as a curling effort from Dan's, 
Dan Potts has just put wide. It ball rolls out to him in the area uh, off the back of an orange defender's leg. Unmarked. Should have really made it sooner. Tries to yeah. curl it, go for placement. Misses. Bit of a lot there for us. So 67th minute, straight on the back of that. Uh, Callum Harada Martin comes off for Sammy Moore. Again, so using Harada Martin as the impact player, given yeah, 20, good. 25 minutes against a tie defence. Again, go. well done, Sammy Moore. He had a decent game yesterday. He did. He did. Uh, he might feel hard done by coming off, though. But Yeah. Um, 75th minute brilliant piece of defending from Scott Cuthbert as he heads Sean Glahess's yeah. cr- dangerous great behind piece of defending corner. I think Nadley was right behind him it was even Nadley or Simpson great diving header to pull over the bar from right. Cuthbert and like we said Cuthbert was having one of those games where we just unbeatable. you just knew he was going to have it so we had lots of the ball in the last 15 minutes you know, but we didn't really create much despite some good spells of pressure 90 minutes were up and 4 minutes of injury time were added um and two penalty appeals. One, yeah. You know, one for Baldry. Which we've just watched back and it looks a little bit of a He makes a bit too much out of it. There Maybe discredits the, discredits the, it because yeah. he makes a bit much out of it. Yeah. The ball rolls out to Nandalay and he goes down in the box. And you thought there might have been something in the Nandalay one. I thought so. I thought his leg was caught again. But again, with a weak referee, you're just not getting them. Well, mate, Baldry made too much out of it and Nandalay probably didn't, didn't make, make enough, enough out of it. Yeah. So both not given. Uh, ball went out for a goal kick and the looting keeper get, got booked for time wasting. As we've seen, we've seen loads of it this season. Good. To be fair, Chizak's done it a couple of times this season. He has, and he's got booked. Teams have started getting worse. I don't know if that's a League Two thing because I don't remember it being as bad last season. But he got booked. But full time whistle goes, and we slip unfortunately to a one 0 defeat. Yeah. So post match, Nolan said, "I thought we were very good. We dominated the game and didn't give them any chances. They didn't offer a lot going forward, but Luton defended fantastically well. And if I was their manager, I would be likely going away from here, as you know, I think everyone would. Really. Yeah." Uh, they know how hard it is to come to Leighton Orient and get a result, but I'm more disappointed in our play in the final third. It was more down to us not getting the right crosses in or putting in the right putting it in the right areas and failing to beat the first man and then overhitting a lot of things. So who's he having a go at there? I, I was just gonna say, don't have to be a genius though, who that's probably aimed at. So go. he went to finish off by saying, I feel if we yeah. continue to play like that, we'll win more games than we lose. And we have to go away and be positive about what we need to do this season. This is getting back to winning ways as quick as possible. So again, I really like what Nolan says. He's honest he's in his assessment. You know, he knows no BS is there. There's no, no rubbish. Very good. So. Tells it how it is. But he, he's very he's very careful not to pick out individual players. Yeah, it's a team effort. We win together, we lose together. I think is probably his attitude towards this. Yeah. So he hasn't said Kahesi was overhitting it, or CJM no. was overhitting it, or Moore was a. You know what? It was just a general observation that we weren't dangerous enough, and that's yeah. fair enough. So let means the league table. Yes. Uh, so we slipped <clears> out of the playoffs zone in goal difference now. Yeah. So we dropped down to eighth in the table. So we played thirty five, <laughs> won fourteen, drawn eleven, and lost ten. So fifty three points um, and a goal difference of plus three, which is probably the weakest goal difference up there out, out of all of them at the it, moment it so, is, yeah. so Wimbledon are in 7th uh, same amount of points of us but better goal difference than every game in hand Bristol Rovers and Portsmouth are in 6th and 5th and now have 56 points so they're 3 points clear of us with a game in hand so it's still very tight in the playoff spots yeah it, it's the worst goal difference out of the top 7 and the t- 3 below us uh, sorry the 2 below us have got plus 5 so it's not the worst out of those Below us, but so still lots those of game. above us, it's a massive difference. Still lots of games to massive play, difference. and it will even itself out, out yeah. soon. Um, and annoyingly, Accrington had a goal disallowed on the stroke of half-time against Wimbledon. And had that goal stood, we we would be above Wimbledon. 
because it would have affected that result. So yes. a bit of bad luck, but you know, you make your own luck. So we shall. He, see. he shot, and, and then the ref blew the whistle. I don't get it. Is that so, it's incredible? My views, your views, yeah, yeah. Frustrating game, really. Uh, loads of possession, as we've already identified here. Lots and lots of possession, and done nothing with it. Uh, another ref that was so woefully poor. Uh, I think we could probably do a whole podcast about how bad he was. Um, Kalahesi seems to be a bit of a weak link for me. I, I really got out of the habit of picking on individual players, but for me, not beating his man, getting the crosses in at times. Um, I think his his attitude. I don't know. Maybe he's just frustrated at, at not yeah. uh, and not being as good as what he was in the first few games, or not getting a start, or being played out of position. Whatever it is. Not sure, and I'm going to put this out there because I've I've seen a lot of tweets, but I'm I'm putting this out there as as a view that I hold that not sure that Nolan gives us a great deal of balance with the players that he puts around him. Right. Okay. So Sammy Moore on the wing. Sammy Moore isn't a winger. He doesn't want to play on the wing. He's a cent. He's a central midfielder, um, and and with Payne as well. And 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 Nolan's taking up a a space, and and he hasn't really impacted games like I expected him to impact games. Yeah, I think a lot of people have said that actually. Um, he's got a good touch. He's got a good presence of mind. Yesterday he was winning the balls and putting it out wide under no pressure. Players seem to give him an extra yard when he's in possession of the ball. Yeah. Um, generally, um, but but he's missed quite a few opportunities to to score goals, and and for me, I would have expected him to have done better. Um, so. I, th- I think the team looks slightly unbalanced if you're doing four four one one with him behind. So I'd like us to go more four four two and maybe have him come on as an impact yeah, and change the game. Good point. Um, plenty of possession, but again, their keeper really wasn't tested. He said at the meet the manager that statistically outside the box you don't score as much as what you do inside the box. But so we seem to be only having shots inside the box. We don't seem to be shooting from outside the box. Um, and I think we need to, you know, if you see the 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 onion bag, you need to be shooting at it. For, I like for, it for me. The onion bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I love Palmer, but he doesn't look as dangerous as Nandolay. Yeah, and he doesn't look as good now. His beard's gone. No, he looks very different. <laughs> looks like a young boy, doesn't he? So my Your views. Yeah, we're unlucky. I think yesterday we've had a possession we had, but we should be working the goalkeeper more. For me, Klesi, he's got to be like we said last week. Got to be his first man more with his crosses again. Same issues yesterday. Um, and he shouldn't react to what the fans say. He just, you know, professional footballer, take it and just get on with the match. Uh, I wish Sean Brisley well. Obviously, it looked like a bad injury. Oh, yeah, well done. He's going to be out for two weeks. Apparently, George Sessions said last night, or he looks oh. like he's going to be out for two weeks. So, big loss to the team. Who comes in then? Well, we could have Hunt. Set it back again. Essam. Yeah, lots of options. But it's good to see we've got the options at the back. But I think Brisley might be a big miss, actually. He's been very good since he's been in. Agree. Apart from that mistake yesterday. Uh, but their goal was very well hit. So, again, frustrating. Because a lot of the teams just they dropped points and didn't win. And had we have won, we would have been on fifty six points, three points clear of Wimbledon. So we keep missing out on these opportunities to get ourselves clear. And had we, had we been, you know, had we won against Carlisle and Luton, we'd be would be in the playoff zones quite clearly. Yeah. So a bit frustrating for that. I'm glad you mentioned the shooting tactic. No, we don't see. We don't. We don't want to shoot. But you know, we don't yeah. seem to be wanting to shoot outside the box. And you've got players like Sammy Moore, Joby, who can get you goals. Well, Joby's goal against Portsmouth was absolutely, and interestingly for me, I think Nugent might have uh, had something to do with their game plan. I think Nugent obviously knows the back, the keeper very well. He knows the the backs very well. Well, he knows Baldry, Um, and yeah, not so much. Yeah, so did you know Nugent figure out how to do it because they obviously had a game plan that worked. So 
Those were our views, your views, at Nick Almighty 79 said, disappointed. Lots of points to play for, though. Playoffs will be a bonus. I feel next season is looking promising. Okay, written off this season already, Nick. Uh, at Vince Howard 73 said, fed up with saying it, so this will be the last time. No creativity. Oh, and we've gone back to the Hendon days of hoofball. <laughs> at Perry382 said, we should play all our games away. We seem to underperform at Brisbane Road. At Lee Holland 37 underscore, very disappointing not to come away with any points today. Again, everything in the air, hardly any opportunities for Jay on the deck. The defence was a shambles in the first 30 minutes, and Clahessi does not deserve first team action. Yeah, Clahessi seems to be splitting fans at the moment. For every tweet that said, oh, Clahessi shouldn't be doing that, there was a few says, oh, actually, fair play to him if people are giving him a hard time. So, really seems to be dividing opinions. So, yeah. that's not your opinion as an actor, that's an interesting one. Uh, at Stephen Orion, Said the referee yet again a poor standard. More interested in we're taking throw-ins rather than deals with fouls. So, like you said, that that was a tweet you referred to earlier. Yep. At David TH six four three zero one double eight nine fag paper between the sides today, both being the top three of League Two next year. Yeah, Another good point. Right there wasn't wasn't much you could uh, put between no. them today. At Speno zero one one said the referee set up how this game was going to pan out. And sadly, he was weak, and they played out their game plan. We didn't really have a shot. Yeah. At Dear Stu, unfortunately not good enough today. A lot of sideways balls and no end product. Ref was appalling. Clahessi, where do I start? Yep. At Stiggy64, he thought we lacked cohesion today. Things things looked disjointed. We need to shoot more, especially on a wet, greasy pitch. That is a very good point. Yeah. Very good point. Let let the... uh... Let the pitch do, yeah. do some assisting as well. At mid-table obscure, good second half against a thug of a side. Hashtag concussion. I like it. One I of like my favourite tweets. <laughs> At Bouchan JP, said a cynical display from a limited side. Tested the ref early on. He hid, so they did what they wanted. Yeah, absolutely. Very At good. Paul Gregory, no flair. Joby, the only player with ability to conjure something. CJM, a waste of sub. Get acting underscore seven cocks back. It's urgent. Wow. At LOFC 1978, said dire. No creativity and no shots. Tactics and team selections puzzling. And as for Clahessi, yeah, my football club. Wow. At Salmon Connery 1, can't fault the commitment. Deliveries into the box were poor, though. Hunt filled in well at centre-back. And at JBW underscore 49, put in a shift. That's yeah, Jerome Biddon-Williams. Jerome Biddon-Williams, yeah. Put he in did. a shift. Done he was, well. yeah, my man of the match, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, I really like him. Yeah. Um, at MD Celantano, said didn't move the ball well enough. Should have tried Nolan up top with pain on. Tactics are becoming too predictable. Yeah, at Kai Showing Centre's quite a long tweet. I think there is something you can use on Twitter that allows you to do more than 140 yep. characters. So here we go. Another frustrating game to listen to. I really feel we've got a decent squad, but we just can't seem to translate it into consistent results. The defence, despite letting in the odd goal, is head and shoulders above what we started the season with. The midfield is fairly decent, even without the massive presence of Coxie, and the forwards seem to be finally letting a few shots go. Paul Simpson is so tightly marked now that for 90% of his time on the park, his only useful ability is to draw the extra attention from opposing defenders. That's a great That's a great point. It is. That's a really good point. That said, we should be exploiting that more often and be hitting the back of the net. That's, a, that's another good point. So if two people are on Simpson and someone isn't marked. Spare, yeah. Yeah. I do feel we're on the up, but I do. But we still need that extra 5 or 10% of whatever it is for everything to finally click and come together. And he ends it with hashtag never say die, hashtag up the O. Do you know what? That's a lot of good well. points there. Very That's succinct a lot of as good well. Points there. At Janine Edelman said that ref. <laughs> Follow that one up. <laughs> yeah. At Janine Edelman says that ref. Wow. Shocking. Nevertheless, we lacked ideas. Hashtag Groundhog Day. Also, not sure about Nolan. He was well puffed out after his run. 
at Len M4. For all the quality in the team, simply not good enough. We need to be clinical if we want any success in the running. Yeah, at Sam Needham, uh, underscore zero one. So too slow to get it in the box. We dominated the second half with little to show in terms of decent chances. Not good enough. At CM Oriental, I hate football sometimes. Home form is disgraceful. We will not make the playoffs and, to be honest, don't deserve it either. Yeah, Ben LOFC uh, said all possession and no bite. Lack of ideas. Uh, Nigel, Baldry and Hunt. Joby played well though. Clahessi's only attribute is crossing and he can't even do that. He cannot start the next game. Yeah, Ben, you sent a a few tweets in, mate. So um, we thought that was the... Yeah, the spine. He also made, made a good point about Nolan, like what you've said, you know, okay, not yeah, performing yeah. well within the team. At Forza Orient, can someone explain what Nolan does in centre mid? Now, this is crazy because who would have thought that Nolan would be getting all his criticism? Yeah. From playing? Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah, ex Premier League from this season, Kevin Nolan. It's absolutely unbelievable, but, but it's a, again, it's a valid point, like yeah. you said. Yeah. At Boats, he said, gutted that we missed a chance to stay in those playoffs today. I've got a feeling Luton might sneak in. We need to bounce back at Oxford. We do. At one, Adam Conway said, try and defend that shocking team selection. Kahesi and Atangana woeful yet again and Payne an unused sub. Disgrace. So is Adam saying that Payne should start or be more? I think Adam likes Payne and isn't too keen on Atangana. I thought Atangana done all right yesterday. I love Atangana. Yeah. Uh, Muzakir Ahmed said, need to start signing some talent in the attacking areas instead of relying on individual moments. Proper recruitment needed. At Billy Herring 3 haven't heard from Billy in a while from what I can remember. We played well and came up against a resolute defence. Nine out of ten, we would win in a game with that much domination. They had one shot. Yeah, absolutely. True. MB Quain said, I've been to a great Orion game this season and I feel Hendon team played much better football. That is a very... Controversial. Uh, controver- that's exactly what I was looking for. Controversial point. I would say that Hendon's teams definitely played more to Simpson's strengths. I think the, some of the football under Hendon was a lot prettier, somehow. This is a very dangerous road to go down. I know. I'm just saying this is a very dangerous road you're going down. Um, I think the diamond obviously suited Simpson more, whereas 4-4-2 doesn't, but the 4-4-2 gives you a better balance and is what we wanted. So it's very hard, but very interesting tweet. Yeah, thanks for that one. Very interesting. Let us know if you agree with that. It's a very interesting one. Yeah, please tweet us at Orient Outlook. You can email us orientoutlook at outlook.com or you can post on our <laughs> Facebook page. Hey. Hey. Uh, at Simplay Red, uh, Simply Arred 72, sorry. Uh, better quality player since Kevin Nolan arrived and clean sheets. One mistake cost us three points. Move on. Still 33 points yeah, to play Yeah, still for. 33 points to play for a lot of points. And lastly, at Darren underscore Burrows, said three defeats out of four. No creativity, no system at home. Says it all that we're mid-table. So again, thanks for all the tweets. We had loads. Couldn't mention them all. Mention what we can. Keep them coming on anything uh, that you think about the O's. Absolutely. So, no correct predictions in the prediction league. So Yeah, no no correct ones yesterday. No one went for 1-0 Luton. No, good. At Wadsey, at Pilorental are still there in first. Yep. At JN Crane, at Strop underscore O and at GeForce underscore Shiv are in second with others close behind. All to play for at next very week. Close behind. So it's tight now. It's getting tight. One correct result is literally changing the whole dynamic of that table. So yeah. give us your, we'll tweet obviously before the match, give us your score predictions, three points for correct score, bonus point for scorers. Very Absolutely. tight. So positive and negative from the week? Yep. I'll do positives yeah, yeah crack on yeah um, the half time change at Carlisle changing the game yeah very good to see really uh, good to I see. like that usually it's a bit dangerous to make that many subs at half time because yep. if you get an injury or whatever um, however possession retaining possession keeping the ball very well yeah um, and our strength and depth on the bench yeah you know, that's very strong with like Nandalay and, and, and uh, Mac enough to come back lots of different options it's amazing that when the centre back gets injured you can bring on the right midfielder 
and then from what you have on Joby the pitch, stature. change it all around. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. So negatives, yeah. So for me, uh, first is Sean Brisley injury. So we hope he's all right. We've been told two weeks. What George Sessions says. So hopefully it's going to be two weeks. Second negative is despite the possession that we have, uh, we also had a lack of chances yesterday. It was really disappointing. So hopefully we can sort that out. And thirdly, the negative is Clehessy and the South Stand argument. You know, it doesn't do anyone any good. Um, not good to see. And we don't want that going forward. So those are negatives for us. A hero of the week. We did decide to have one. Um, and based yeah, on his... rightfully so. Yeah, based on his performances on Tuesday and Saturday. Yeah. I don't think we've given it to him before. But we'll give it to I him think now. we have. Have we? I'm sure we have, because he's scored some goals. Let's give him a drum roll anyway. Yeah, OK. Yeah. Hero of the week. The beardless... Oli Palmer. Palmer. Well done, Ollie. Well done, Ollie. Great goal on Tuesday and a decent shift put in um, on Saturday. Yep. That's it. That's it. So, this week's fixtures, just the one this week. You might be pleased to know that it'll <laughs> hopefully be a shorter podcast for you next week. Uh, we're away at Oxford. We're back there for the first time in the league since that amazing yeah. day 10 years wow. ago this season. There's a 10th season. Oxford are having a fantastic season. And I don't think Michael Appleton's that. I don't rate Michael no, Appleton I that do. much. I do. But he's doing well at the he's moment. He's doing very well. He's a good manager, I think, especially lower league, mate. Um, so they're currently second in the league and looking pretty certain. Yeah. I think them top three have, have pretty much gone, pulled it now. away uh, unless someone can have a real outstanding uh, final few games and then drop. But um, essentially, they drew yesterday with Plymouth 2 all. Uh, who were in third, uh, second v third yesterday. Um, if you're going, have a safe journey. I'm not sure if I can yeah. at, at the moment, um, but I'd like to. If you are going safe journey, the supporters coach is sold out, so you'd have to make the train up there, which I think was 25 quid return yeah. like, when I looked last not week. Not too far. It's not too far. It's not. It's a couple of hours in, in the car as well from most uh, yeah. of London. So that's it. So that thank you for joining us for episode 64. We hope you liked the Beatles intro, which was all to do with 64. Yeah. Um, well, well, and if you get any ideas about what we can do around numbers and intro songs, let us know. Um, so what was a week that started full of hope with two difficult fixtures. We were only able to take one point from six. So this week the league table doesn't look so good. But as we all know, uh, the league two table is changing from week to week. So we are still hopeful that we can get back into those playoff spots with a win next week. So all to play for. And we're sure that Oxford will be rocking on Saturday in the Sea of Red. So, as Paul said, we'll be back with episode 65 next week with all the information and views that you could ever need. I look forward to hearing from you. And as always, keep calm, have a great week, and listen to the Orient Outlook podcast. Up the O's. Up the O's. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Be happy. In every life we have some trouble. But when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry.